players. Welcome. Thank you guys for so much for tuning in to Sports Plus Live podcast. Uh, Sports Plus Live podcast episode number 58. The Von Miller episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. The Vonster. Speedy recovery. This, I, think, I don't think, you know, I'll be honest with you. And when I heard Von Miller had COVID-19, I just knew COVID-19 had no chance. There's no way. If a double team from the offensive, you know, from the offensive line of the New England Patriots can't stop Von Miller, COVID nineteen is going to stop him. Cut it out, just like I might, you know. Remember, Joey Gla- was it Joey Gladstone? Cut it at Full House. Now Fuller House is still. I never watched an episode of it. Is it weird to watch like Fuller House? Everyone's growing up, and you know what kind of creep Bob Saget is. Like, is that kind of like I don't know? Has anyone watched it? I got it. You can let me know. Because I've never watched it. Um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Sports was like podcast. Um, we have eh, just a little bit to talk about. I mean, definitely want to talk about the fights that popped off this last weekend. A good card. I watched them all. Finished pretty quickly. A lot of, I think it was a total of seven finishes, I believe, um, on the card. And the main event didn't disappoint. kind of went as I thought it was going to go. Um, the MLB is kind of on hold. Actually, Marlins are on hold. We're definitely going to talk about that. Um, and, um, yeah, a couple other things for sure. Um, Manchester United went through, um, got three points, finished third in the Premier League, and now in the Champions League, which is a big, big deal. I'll talk about that too. Um, but definitely want to talk about the fights that just happened. Um, this uh, I, I don't know if I have an issue. I say um. It's just as a filler. It's just a filler that I just, it just, um, this, um, that. I'm going to look up, see if I get that corrected. That is so weird. I don't think I've ever really done that before. I mean, since I started the podcast, um, back in October, it's, um, it's weird. I don't get it. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to get that shit corrected. Anyways, um, the fights last weekend popped off. Um, very, very good. Very, very good fights. I thought they were all um, kind of went as I thought they were gonna go. Most of them, my picks went, ended up going. I think I think if I made picks, I think it was like two and one. Um, when I went on SportsBetter.com with my friend Knuckles, the website to so go check it out. Um, guys, a winner. Go check out Knuckles SportsBetter.com. Go check him out. Um, the guy, you know, he's doing NASCAR, he's doing truck racing, MLB. Right now, he just hit a parlay yesterday, but MLB. Um, he does the fights as well, which I go ahead and I guess comp, you know, guess make my guest picks as well. Um, and um, I don't know if I'll be. Do- I think I'm pretty sure I'll be doing basketball. Um, guy makes money. I'm pretty sure that's how he makes his living. Let's go ahead and check it out. Sportsbetter.com. Um, I'll link it in the description below. Um, but I made a pick. I think I went end up going two and one. The one fight I didn't pick, which was did I pick right, was a Verdum fight. Um, and we'll start there. Verdum on his last fight of the con uh, contract in UFC. Um, you know, he, he went out with the bang. He did what you're supposed to do, Paige Van Zandt. You get a W. Last fight of your contract, you get a W. You have a little bit more leverage, a little bit more negotiating power. Um, I could definitely see, you know, it was a struggle for Gustafson right when it went to the ground. It was not going to be good. I think a lot of people saw that. One thing I didn't mention, I did mention in the, um, on Sports Better, is that um? But I didn't mention in the podcast is the accolades that Verdum has on the ground. I think I may have, may have not done it on the podcast, 
But the guy's an ADCC champion, world jiu-jitsu champion, um, medalist multiple times, all this. You go to the ground with someone like Verdum, you're going to get choked out. You're going to lose a limb. Um, you're going to go night-night, as they say. Um, he's going to do whatever he wants with you. I mean, that's kind of scary. When someone like Verdum, let's say Verdum was like, like he looked at me and he's like, damn, that guy's cute. I'm going to get him. And like if he grabbed me, like there's nothing I could do. I have nine toes. He's going to take two more. You know what I'm saying? He's going to take a limb. He do, could do whatever. He could defile my body. He could do whatever he wants me. There's nothing I could do if I got to the ground with Fabricio Verdum. And that's kind of what Alexander Gustafson kind of went. Um, kind of was in that same spot. <laughs> there's nothing he could have done. He kind of did a couple. He, I mean, Verdum had an answer for any kind of move, any type of slip. He's been in there, done that, with the top of the top. Um, tough outing, the Augustuson. Like I said, it was a tough fight. You're going to take on a former champion, former champion, two different divisions, uh, two different uh, organizations. I'm sorry, not two different divisions, two different organizations. Um, and after this, he could be a champion in a third one, maybe even Bellator. He'll probably go to Bellator, um, fight Ryan Bader, and um, take that too. And if he does that, I mean, I think our DC uh, Daniel Cormier talked about it. Maybe you're talking him and being one of the best heavyweights ever. Um, three different, three of the top organizations um, in uh, well, I'm a Salesforce now defunct uh, Salesforce. I'm thinking work here, uh, Strikeforce, uh, UFC heavyweight champion, and then now Bellator heavyweight champion. That's those are big accolades. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Who knows? I, d- I doubt he comes back to the UFC. Um, not bad. I mean, not bad for a guy who was off for like two years. It's kind of like you're kind of nervous to see how they come back. And um, um, he didn't. He didn't do too bad. <clears throat> Lost to Olenek, Alexi. Hold on. <clears throat> Lost to Alexi Olenek, I believe his name, um, by decision, close decision. I think he may have won that fight. Um, and then he goes out here and um, and beats uh, Alexander Gustafsson slick, slick armbar. Um, to round out his UFC career. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure he's going to want more money. I'm sure he'll get more money elsewhere. Um, I'm sure, you know, he'll get probably a championship fight right off the bat. Why not? Especially go to Bellator. I've mentioned this before. Like, what's at Bellator? Like, what kind of heavyweights do you have there? You have, what, Frank Mir? You know, a defunct Frank Mir? Maybe that would be a good fight right there. Verdun versus Frank Mir. Jiu-Jitsu versus Jiu-Jitsu. Um, who knows what's, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Only uh, Fabricio Verdun is going to know and find out. Um, that's uh, very interesting. Something to look out for in the future. Um, but the co-main event, which is um, Mauricio Shogun Hua, one of my most favorite fighters ever. Um, Mauricio Shogun Hua, Hall of Famer for his fight with, uh, one of his fights with uh, Dan Henderson. Um, faced off against uh, Antonio Noguera. What do you say his name? Antonio Rogerio Noguera. Um, Little Nog, as they call him. Because he's the younger brother or the smaller brother of the twins. Are they twins? I think they are. Um, Little Nog and Big Nog. So this is Little Nog. Um, Little Nog as well fought his last fight ever. Retired. Um, he looked, you know, he didn't look too bad, but he definitely you could tell he's lost a step. Um, but he was in there. It was a good fight. They were hitting each other. Um, went to the ground a couple times. Um, but Shogun definitely, like I said, Last podcast, he mixes mixes it up a, little, a whole lot better. Um, 
great uh, kickboxing, um, great tie fighter, um, you know, great boxer, good striker all overall, and knows how to use it, knows how to get out, in and out. Um, and that's what he did with with uh, Noguero. Noguero did very, very well. Boxing, he's a, I think he was a trained or something, Olympic boxing or something like that, but he, was, he boxed very, very well. Obviously, um, I don't think Shogun really wanted anything with anything to do with him as well um, on the ground. Um, but he boxed very well. I thought he fought very, very well. Um, but yeah, you could tell me at age cut. Father Time, um, which I mentioned about Fabricio Verdum, um, kind of caught up to um, Little Nog, which is kind of a shame to see. You see all these guys, um, I mean, not that long ago, I mean, 10 years ago, just putting on bangers. I saw Little Nog, I think, was it Little Nog? Little Nog, Dan Henderson, like just stuff like that. Just you know, it just is a little. It's crazy to see. Father Time is undefeated. Um, he shows it right now. You could tell even in the post uh, post fight interview, he, he doesn't want to give it up, but he kind of, you know, he have no choice. I mean, you kind of, you kind of uh, succumb to the fact that you are um, you're old. <laughs> you're getting older, especially in the fight game, man. The older you get, it's harder, harder it is to get up a train, harder it is to drop some weight, you know, just stuff like that. So your body changes quite a bit. Even Shogun, you see Shogun now compared, Shogun's kind of had this weird body, but you could tell Shogun's getting up there in age. Shogun's getting up there, you know, he has a lot of miles on that body. The guy's not that old too. Shogun is, let me see here. Shogun Hua. Let me see here. Shogun, 38. So he's 38 years old. And, um, you know, it just, it's all the time. It's fighting game. He's been fighting for a long, long time. So it is what it is. Um, we all get there eventually. It's just unfortunate. But you, not a lot of people get like me. You get older and just get more, more sexy. I don't fight either, so this stays violently sexy. This face, this body. Oh, I wish I would have fought, man. This looks pretty fun. Getting punched <laughs> in the face, getting your arm ripped off by Fabricio Verdum would have been a lot of fun. <clears throat> um, great fight, finishing decision. Marisa Shogun Hua got the dubs. The other fight I picked was the Robert Whitaker over Darren Till fight. This fight made me nervous, man. It made me nervous, like. Like, I was on Maury, and I was waiting for the results to come in. And I didn't know whether I was going to dance or I was going to just hide in the back, run in the back. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what results were going to come in. It was a very, very close fight. And come to find out, in the second round, Darren Till blew his knee out. Um, Robert Whitaker threw, like, a down kick to his knee or, like, just a front kick to his knee and blew it out. Dude, you, I couldn't tell. The guy went through it, hit the pain very, very well. You got to go show respect to the, these uh, these fighters in general. Um, Darren Tillman got mad respect. Darren Till's a tough, tough dude. I always said this fight was going to be close. Darren Till showed why he's a tough, tough dude. Um, and a lot of people respect Darren Till. I mean, he's, even Jorge Masvidal has come out and said, the hardest I've ever been hit was Darren Till hit me and knocked me down. It's the hardest I've ever been hit. And he hits really, really hard. You could ask, you could ask, you know, Masvidal. You could ask Robert Whitaker. These guys are all former champions in their own rights. Um, I think Darren Till's going to do a lot more damage moving forward in the UFC. 
I think you know. I think eventually get a hold of it. I think eventually, you know, he's still young, twenty-seven years old. We're talking about Shogun, who was thirty-eight ten years ago throwing bangers. So there's still a lot, lot left for Darren Till. Um, but Robert Whitaker, man, came out and showed why he was a former champion. Um, Robert Whitaker just that's why he showed he's a former champion in the first round. Darren Till had him. Darren Till was getting giving them business, the business as um, you know. The business as, oh, Dusty Rhodes here. We used to say, you're going to give him the business. I think it's Dusty. It's not hardly racist. Yeah, it's Dusty Rhodes. Look at For those of you who can't see on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I have a little figurine of Dusty Rhodes, baby. Rest in peace. Um, that was not staged at all. It just I literally just put those dudes up, the little figurines. I just put them up before this started. I had them because I got these ones. Zoe messed with this one. Razor Ramon is getting double teamed by... um. Kenny Omega and Ric Flair, but um, but yeah, um, he's giving the business. Robert Whitaker, man, he, I think he got dropped at one point in that first round, but just like any champion, he adjusted on the fly, showed was a champion, showed his resilience. Um, one of the few guys to ever go ten rounds with uh Yoel Romero and survive to talk about it. He did a very good job. Showed why he's a champion. I think he ended up taking that fight four rounds to one, maybe three to two. I think it was four to one on my card, but I think more or less three to two on every else's everybody else's card. Um, <clears throat> Robert Whitaker's tough man. I don't know what's next for Robert Whitaker. I don't know what's next for either of them. Israel Adesanya versus um, um, what's the name? Boracina. I think they call him Boracina. They call him Paulo Costa. I think the nickname Paulo Costa will be coming up in September, I believe. And then I think the next fight to make, honestly, I think it's Cannoneer versus Robert Whitaker. Now, that's a fight I want to see. Those of you that don't know, I've talked about Cannoneer here on the podcast way, way, long time ago. Um, Cannoneer used to fight a heavyweight. And then within the last year or two, it dropped down to lightweight heavyweight. Now he's 185 pounds. He's knocking people out. Um, recently, I think his last fight knocked out Jack Hermanson, if I'm not mistaken. Um I believe so. Joker, Hermanson. Joker, Jack, what I call him? Uh, hold on, I got it right here. I don't want to mess up his name. Yeah, Jack Hermanson. Um, I think it's a fight you have to make next. Winner of that maybe gets a championship uh, match. Um, what's next for Darren Till? God, that's a good question. Maybe him and Hermanson? You know, maybe him and... I don't want to see him and Gastelum go at it again. Um... See if I can pull it up here. I want to see what the uh, um what the uh, standings are at middleweight. This will help me out a little bit more. Rankings is what it is. Rankings. Sorry, holy crap. Uh, Polder. There it is. What the hell is this? Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of fights there. I mean, Jack Comanson's still up there. Um, the Joker. Um, that'd be a good fight. I would love to see that one. There's also a fight coming up next week on um that could mean um you know it could mean not title implications, but someone moving up. You got Edmund Shabir is in, I can Edmund versus uh, Derek Bronson this week coming up here. Um the return to Las Vegas, the Apex. So 
we'll see. That Edmund kid is very, very good. One of the future stars, especially at 185 pounds. Um, but we'll definitely talk about that. I don't know if we'll talk about that today, but we'll definitely talk about it here soon this week. Um, <clears throat> but a couple other things from the last fight before we move on. Let me close this shit out. Um, is that there was a fight, a couple fights here. A little bit of a controversy um, between the fight of, um, I want to say it's Francisco Trinaldo. No, no, no. Where's it at here? I want to find it. No, it wasn't Trinaldo. I think it was. Was it Alex Oliveira? No. Which one was it? I think it was Trinaldo. Well, let me see if you pull it up here again. Yeah, I think it was. Trinaldo versus Jai Herbert. Trinaldo drops him. Just a, a, just a nice little knuckle sandwich to the dome, to the like temples. And just rocks him. Herbert drops back. Has his hand up like, no, I don't want to fight anymore. But to the referee, Herb Dean, the veteran of the sport, it looked he said he was trying to defend himself. But no, that looked like a mercy, mercy. Don't I mean, he got knocked out pretty good. I think that fight should have been stopped right away, but it wasn't. So Trinaldo had to jump in, had to do his job to get the W. Didn't want to, but he had no choice. Because um, I've seen it to where guys didn't want to make the finish, and all of a sudden the guy gets up, boom, you're knocked out. You lose the fight. And you lose that bonus, potential winning bonus, and stuff like that. So he showed a little bit of compassion. Didn't want to, but he had no choice. Ended up, fin- I think, he ate like five, six punches more after that before Herb Dean stepped in and was like, okay. Um, Herb Dean had a spat with one of the announcers, Dan Hardy. Right before Dan Hardy was supposed to um, interview Trinaldo. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I get it. A lot of frustration. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I guess there was one earlier when Herb Dean trying to drop the ball on it too. Um, you know, I I could see both parties. Herb Dean has a split decision. You know, he, if he makes a split wrong split decision, because he's seeing guys get rocked. There's a difference between somebody getting rocked and you know being knocked out. Guy could get rocked, dropped him very very bad, and then be back up and running. Someone like Clay Guida could do that. Uh, very resilient fighters. Um, Someone get rocked like that and then get back up and then they'll be fine. Um, there's people who get knocked out like that and they're just not they're not fine. But it's one of those split decision things that Herb Dean has to make to give the fighter every chance one to come back and fight, and two also want to make sure that he's protected. So I mean, there's this there's this fine line that you have to make a decision to be like, well, I gotta jump in, he's okay, but then he gets up. I'll, uh, Robbie Lawler, he was in that fight against Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler versus um, Ben Askren. Ben Askren's getting his shit rock, got tossed around like a little kid. Got like a weird bulldog head choke on um, Robbie Lawler, but I guess Robbie wasn't, wasn't um, you know, responding as quickly. And then, boom, fight was off. Robbie Lawler was fine. Um, so there's, I mean, they're in a tough spot. A lot of these fight, these uh, these referees are in tough, tough, tough spots. And, um, you know, they get scolded for... Stopping the fight too early, stopping the fight too late. So it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, so that was kind of the tr- controversy. I, mean, I also see Dan Hardy's. Dan Hardy's. I mean, obviously the guy didn't want to continue anymore. He couldn't continue. He got rocked. The way he fell, the way he got knocked out, I mean, that fight should have been stopped right away. It was definitely head damage. I mean, it was a temple shot. The way he fell, you, you could tell. A la um, Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica I. Valentina Shevchenko knocks the shit out of Jessica I with the head kick. 
and the way she fell, I think Herb Dean was a part of it too. Stopped the fight right away. Um, it's kind of one of those things too, man. You heard it too. I mean, there's no, no crowd, so you can hear everything. Um, it's just a little. It's one of those weird things. It's just one of those weird things. Is you definitely want to protect the fighter, but you also want to give him the chance to fight back. But Herb Dean knows a little bit more than a lot of others. Uh, a lot of us do. He's right in the mix. He's right there. I could easy from home. I could be like, he's out. He's out. And then you know, Herb Dean be like, well, I've seen this before. He'll get up. Um, but yeah, it's one of those decisions. You know, sometimes you drop the ball. Sometimes sometimes you have a bad day at the office. But in this case, if you have a bad day at the office, someone might get seriously injured. So I see both boys here. I see both parties here. Um, but I definitely probably would err on the side of logic that he was out, didn't want to continue. Um, and that was it. I'm, I'm Dan Hardy's side. Man. But it is what it is. Everyone has bad fucking days at work. It just happens. And it just has, so happens that Herb Dean's in front of all these thousands of millions of people watching fights. So. Um, other, there's a couple things. There's a lot of good fights here. So the one thing I like to do, I like to look, I like to watch the undercards. There's a lot of up and comers. Um, about a week or so you saw Kamach Kiev, I think I see his name. Um, he ended up having a quick turnaround fighting 13 days later, ended up winning his fight this week too. Um, how do you say his name? Kamat Kamzat Kimaev. I don't know. Something like that. The guy's vicious, man. The guy is like a star in the making. Um, fights at 185 pounds not that long ago. Has a quick turnaround. Fights at 170 pounds. Between his two fights, between his two wins, only suffers, only gets punched twice. Only gets punch, hit twice. That is unbelievable. This guy's this that's a very different breed. I don't think not too many people can have that type of... Um, statistic right next to their name but he can uh when he first round tko and k you know knockout um and then the favorite part i liked was the uh, the interview afterwards he said i don't care man i don't care anyone i'll smash him right now give me an hour i'll fight again i'll smash him that is fucking tight let <laughs> dudes who just want to fight i've talked about this before there's gonna be guys who want to fight i've said this there's going to be guys who are going to be in there in the main, you know, who's going to fill these voids. That people like John Jones, Spider Silva, you know, DC Cormier, people like that, they're going to fill these voids. And it's dudes like this that are going to fill that void. I'll smash him. I don't care, man. I don't I don't care. I'm just different. I don't care. That was so cool. He's like a, I saw a tweet. I can't remember who it was. He has like a, a Habib Nurmagomedov beard. And someone said, I don't think people would. Sh- Someone said, tweeted out, I wish people would learn that not to fight people with those type of beards. Dude, that guy's vicious. Him is a beat. Nurmurga Medoff. Um, <laughs> Russians, man, they're, they're, they're different breed. Um, <clears throat> so you might see a multiple Russian champions here very, very soon. Um, but, I mean, just you got to see these stars in the making. That's why I love. To see the undercard fights. That's why I've always stuck around for the undercard fights. I always watch the undercard fights. You never know what you're going to see. You never know who's going to come up. Um, I remember watching here in Broomfield. A young Nate Diaz. Slapped Kurt Pellegrino around with a triangle choke. Giving the double middle fingers in the air. I was third row for that one. Just stuff like that. Um, You also see someone like Diego Sanchez. 
Tiago Alves, who've uh, fought for the champion. You also saw on that same card, I saw a young Anthony Johnson knocking out a former tough champion. I think I don't know if he won, but I saw him on that card knocking people out on the undercard. So <clears throat> that's why you watch these type of things. You'll see an up and comer. You'll see the future. Just like the heavyweight, this kid Cyprino. I'm gonna try to take a look at his name here. Um, from Liverpool. Um, what's his name? They call him Frank Mir Jr. Tom Aspernall. Huge, huge knockout. Joe, Jake Collier. Very, very quick too. The guy was just like, he has those that uh, the curly haired kid, the cut that all these kids are getting. You know what I'm talking about? That that man perm or whatever the fuck it is. Um. That guy's very impressive. And I looked at him. I was like, dude, this guy's thick. Two C's. Thick. Two C's. And and he did. Someone's bringing it. It looked like Frank Mir Jr. He did. It was crazy. Frank Mir Jr. Um, but he can knock people out like at will, it looks like. I don't know if he has the jiu-jitsu credentials. He does. Um, another guy you want to look out for, too. I, we talked about him. Tanner Bozer. Tanner Bozer. Another heavyweight knockout. I think he's like second time fighting in like a month or two. Celebrated by getting some beers from the hotel. Just some beers. So, moving forward, you guys should probably do the same thing. Look for these fights. Look for these undercard fights. They start about 3 p.m., 4 p.m., but watch them. You'll see a lot of exciting shit. Uh, <clears throat> and you're going to be like, I was there for his first fight. I was there watching his fight. Fight Island, Apex. That's where this guy got started. Um, but yeah, great card. I mean, I like, I like, I, I could say it was a great card because I like fights. You know, I love, um, I love the fighting aspect. It's very raw, very natural. Um, you can't hide from it. You can't sit there and be like, well, you know, you just can't hide. It just, it's a fight. Like, you're going to get in the fight. It's very instinctive to get into fights. You know, it's in our nature, as Dana White has always said, since, you know, caveman times. I love it. Raw, real, authentic. Let's get it popping. Um, but, yeah, I'll probably do um, – <clears throat> I don't know if I'll do a podcast or a baby podcast for the fights coming up this weekend. Um, Derek Brunson versus Edmund Shabizes. Edmund. <clears throat> so, Edmund, just kind of a background story. Actually, you know what? I'll – Tune in next time. I'll talk to you about him, about Edmund, who he is, and <clears throat> stuff like that, his little backstory. But I definitely want to talk about the um, Major League Baseball and, well, specifically, specifically the um, Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins, Florida Marlins. I don't know what the fuck you call them. Is it the Marlins? Miami uh, is the Marlins. There's Marlins and then there's Miami Baseball. Team. I'm f- whatever. Either way, both teams suck. The Marlins, a total of 14 people from the club tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, they don't have a bubble. They don't have a bubble, so um, I don't know. Like I think it was, ended up being like 11 players, three coaches or staff members. Um, you know... Just because sports are up and running doesn't mean the vi- the virus has gone away. So it's still up and running. I think um, we're going to see a lot more more of these. Um, yeah, the, you know the you know the recovery rate from these type of things, especially with an athlete, 
it's going to be pretty, pretty high. Um, but I mean, there's still, I mean, you guys still have families. A lot of people are high risk. You know, a lot of people and their families, a lot of you guys have newborns. Um, Russell Wilson from the, you know, from the Seahawks just, uh, um, just had a baby. He's worried about that. A lot of other, Bryce Harper, I think is what it, Bryce Harper or, uh, I was got the other one mixed up. Bryce Harper. I remember the other guy. Bryce Harper plays for the Angels. The other guy played for, wait. I don't remember his name. It doesn't even matter. But um, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bryce Harper is bothering the shit out of me. Anyways, what the, you know, yeah, but especially with the MLB uh, season in full swing, this kind of a, is like a black eye. So the Marlins season has been in pause till Sunday at least. Um, so about a few days out, five five days is that what it is? Five days, six days. Um, has been put on pause. The game between the Yankees and whatever I think the Phillies was postponed as well. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's just, it's a black guy. It's a black guy in the sense that who knows if this season could even be finished out because of stuff like this. Um, you know, controlling a virus, you know, you have to be very, very disciplined. You have to have accountability. Um, in this case, as a country, we lack leadership. We lack accountability. Um, you know, we lack discipline as well. I mean, I said this a long time ago. A long time ago in March. All we have to do is sit our fucking asses down for a few weeks. And then we'll be back up and running. We'll be okay. We'll get a little better knowledge. We'll get a hang of all this. I think we'll be up and running. No. We had to go out there. We still needed to go do this, go do that. We do this. It's not, you know, you can't do this to me. It's my ride to do this and that, blah, blah, blah. I understand a lot of people need to make their money. A lot of people need to work. But what the fuck is work? You know, what the fuck is working, you know, for your family? You're not going to have a family. You're not even going to be alive. You don't know this type of shit. This is a very unknown, still a very unknown disease. You know, there's still a lot to unpack. We're still going to have a second wave. Um, You know, it's just, it's just a lot of we lack discipline. You know, it's, just, it's a bad thing, you know. And now we want we want these people to entertain us, but they can't even entertain us because they can't even keep themselves healthy. Um, just recently today, Dante how Dante Dante Hightower, and then now Patrick Chung, two very big pieces of the New England Patriots defense, said they're opting out of the 2020 season. Um, and who knows who else is going to follow after this? Um, I'll tell you who's not going to void out is Von Miller. Von Miller got the disease and he's like i'm coming back just kidding i don't know what his uh, um i don't know what that whole ordeal is but um i don't know if von miller's gonna come back i can't speak for him i'm just kidding von miller episode number 58 is Porsche was live podcast um it's you know we still we still have a lot more to do it and, and with the nfl coming up saying they're gonna start on time everything this is gonna happen if fans are gonna be at the at the games at this rate there's not gonna be any fans at these games and they even if they're required to wear a mask. There's not gonna, there's not gonna be any fans. This is what it is. Stuff like this, stuff like this with the Marlins, and then stuff like Lou Williams saying, "Oh, I, you know, I went to Magic City Strip Club to pick up food. I'm sure you did. I'm sure the food's fire. Um, but um, yeah, let's sit your ass down. Send someone else to go get it. 
You know what I'm saying? Just like shit like that. Don't put yourself out there. You know, there's Uber. I'm sure Uber picks or Uber Eats is that what it is. You know, there's Uber Eats. Maybe Postmates might even go swap it up for you. You got a little bit of change. You could pay someone to go get that food for you. You don't have to go in there. Um, but um, by the way, Lou Williams. I just I've understood. I watched Lou Williams play. He likes everything in singles. He likes his obviously. He likes singles, so he likes singles to throw out these single ladies stripping. And that's how he gets his bucket is from the free throw line because he goes to the free throw line more than anyone I've ever seen. When he was playing with the Lakers, I saw it. I was like, what the fuck is this guy? This guy's at the line again? So it makes a lot of sense that he'd be going to a Magic City. But it's just shit like that that I don't I don't believe we're going to have a football season. Or if we do have a football season, I don't believe there's not going to be any fans. There just isn't. There just won't be. I just know there isn't going to be. Because we didn't do our part five months ago you know, from a country, from our leadership team, from us in general, from us not being disciplined, from us just being so fucking ignorant. There's not going to be, there won't be a football. And there is going to be a football season. Not going to be any fans. We're going to, we're not going to be, it's going to very be depleted teams. And we're probably going to be in a bubble. They're not going to start out in a bubble. I'm sure they're going to end in a bubble. Look at Orlando. You know what I'm saying? We have a bubble here. You guys want to come play here? Here, we got we got a little bit of bubble. Dove Valley. Mile high. You know what I'm saying? We got complexes. So, I mean, it's, it's very unfortunate what happened in the Marlins. Hopefully, you know, stuff could clear it up, gets cleared up. Um, hopefully, the MLB season does not discontinue because of it. Um, NHL, um, they have... Um, you know, it, like I said, it's accountability, it's responsibility. People like, you know, you got the Premier League, which I'll talk about here in a second. Premier League was able to finish their season traveling to different, you know, different stadiums, taking the right precautionaries, right precaution, precautionaries, is that a word? You know, um, to keep keep people healthy. No fans. They did their thing. They finished the season. They finished the season. UFC has been able to put on fights in the United States, in Florida, which is its own separate country, in Fight Island, in Yaz Island, in Dubai, where they're just wrapping up. Um, with, I think, only two people tested positive, uh, two fighters tested positive for the coronavirus. Ronaldo Jacare Souza, and then... Oh, I can't remember who else, but all these fighters, all these hundreds of fighters... And they do they do daily testing. They do this. They do that. They take the right precautions to keep the fighters safe. NFL is not going to do that. I just know they're not. There's just nothing about the NFL that is, I've sat there and I've watched and be like, oh yeah, they, these guys are in great hands. No, there's nothing about the NFL that says that says that they're going to be that these players are in great hands. That our fans are in great hands. It just is it? Just there's nothing on paper that says. That could improve me otherwise. So, <clears throat> I don't know. MLB is doing it right. MLS is doing it right. Um, you know, with the exception of Lou Williams. You know, Zion Williams did his thing. He's, you know, he's a little bit more mature. It's just, it's a maturity, it's a responsibility, it's discipline, something with leadership we all lack. Um, so, hopefully, it's got, I mean, hopefully we could all get our shit together. Hopefully. For the sake of football, wear your fucking masks. It's not that hard. 
Hi. Um. <clears throat> anyways, Premier League. I had to get that off the chair. That was so stupid. Anyways, Premier League. Um. Just wrapped up. Liverpool, obviously the champions. Manchester City finished second. Manchester United finished third. And then um, Chelsea ended up finishing fourth. So those are the top four teams going on to the uh, to the Champions League next season. Um, which, by the way, the Premier League season got pushed back another week. So August, end of August. So they have a quick turnaround, six weeks. Maybe six weeks or something like that. So not a whole lot of offseason. A lot of these guys are used to going on holidays, as I like to say, which is a vacation here in the United States. We call it vacation. They call it holidays. Um, quick turnaround. Um, don't know what the transfer window is going to look like. Transfer window, if you guys don't know, there's a window from the end of the season to about a week or two into the season to where you normally to where you can buy players, sell players. Um, kind of like a transfer window, I guess is what do we speak. Wait, no, that is a trend. No, kind of like a, a trade deadline, a trade window. Sorry. Um, we'll see. They're doing a good job over there. Being able to put on sports eventually, I mean, they're going to have fans there eventually, but, you know, they uh, they got their eye on the prize over there. We don't. Um, I saw fans at a rugby match. I was watching rugby last night, just on randomly, and I was like, oh, shit, there's people there. It was so weird to see. Um, so there's light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully. I just hope people are just, uh, just getting your shit together. Anyways, um, yeah, those top four teams. Go to the Champions League, and then it is Leicester City, who Manchester United beat to go through. Leicester City. Is it Sheffield? Hold on. Let me, um, sorry, guys. One second here. This one. Leicester Tottenham. Leicester and Tottenham. And I think Wolves going as a playoff team um, in the Europa League. Um, those spots, those top seven spots are a pretty big deal. And a lot more money. Able to sign better players. Um, big, big deals. Big, big fun to have. More tournament, more playing time, more exposure, more money. So it's more money overall. Um, the bottom three teams will get regulated. So remember, the bottom three teams get demoted to the next tier, which in this case will be Bournemouth, Watford, Norwich City. Um, they get demoted to the championship. Right now, promoted from the championship Leeds United, which is a big deal, and then um, West Brom. Now they have the next four spots. I think play for like a playoff. Um, then whoever wins that um, gets in the Premier League. So we'll see what happens. I think it's still popping off. May happen this week, I believe. Um, <clears throat> I will never forget the semifinal between Leicester and uh, I think it was Wolves. Yep, Wofford, Wol- Wofford and Leicester. Um, check it out. Wofford, Leicester, I think that I think I did talk about that. Check it out. Give it a go. Wofford versus Leicester, and you'll see it. It's all you got to YouTube. Just check it out. The scenes, as they would say overseas, the scenes were crazy. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, everything's wrapping up. Italia League is wrapping up. I think um, Juventus win their cha- ninth straight championship. Um, crazy. I mean, ninth straight, Barcelona win like their eighth. I don't know. Real Madrid win another one. Um, Bayern Munich won their eighth. So it's like... Yeah, these leagues are just weird. Like here you have people like Liverpool won it. Not too long ago, Leicester, Manchester City, Manchester United won last like 2013. Chelsea won it not that long ago. So it's just, um, 
That's why I always think it, the Premier League is very, very way more competitive than a whole lot of other ones. But um, whatever. We're not here to talk about that, but that's what happened. The Premier League wrapped up, um, and who knows? When we see Premier League, maybe there's going to be fans. Not a whole lot of fans, but maybe they will be. Um, so we'll see, man. I just, I hope we all get it together. Hope we get our shit together. We could be, you know, we can be able to travel. We get able to go see these type of games. Um, goes to Vegas without a fucking mask. I want that smoke inhaled in my face. Um, be able to go to the beach with the ma- without a mask, you know, go to a restaurant, eat a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of weird. I don't know if, if anyone's dating, but do you have you on a date? You go to a restaurant and like, you have to have a mask on. Like, is anyone down there or people are, like too afraid to date? I think I'm just ugly and no one wants to swipe right on me. Is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's it, man. I, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I don't want to get, I want to get too sad now. Um, wear your mask, go out there and vote because look, if you want to go out there and vote, we might lose sports again, just like we're doing right now from lack of leadership. All right, go out there and vote, register to vote. Um, and, um, yeah, that's it. Find me on sports plus life, Instagram and Twitter, M R A K A C O Instagram and Twitter, um, and twitch.tv slash M R A K A C O. And then youtube.com slash sports plus life. Um, so come find me. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and then all the other podcasts. Apple, Google, and Spotify. Um, I got to work on like iHeart and the other one. Anyways, I'll let you boy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Peace, love, l- l- l-